Good evening, good evening, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Unlearning Series with your host, Sabang Mapala. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for your support and for supporting me since episode one. Damn, it's been an interesting journey and your support really means a lot. So, yeah, guys, I see you and I appreciate it. Much love and I'm enjoying the growth. I'm enjoying the journey. And the only reason I'm actually doing this is because of you guys. I, me, I have these thoughts to myself, but this is more for those of you who are listening than for anyone else and thank you thank you thank you so much for your support ah guys continue sharing let everyone know if you if you do enjoy this let more people know about it i do appreciate it because it looks like some of you are are spreading the message and i am i'm really enjoying the journey that i have taken and i'm actually enjoying the growth as well because like I said, I'm not an expert at a lot of the things that I do talk about, but I am willing to learn. And it's been a very interesting journey, a very interesting journey of learning and learning myself. And not just myself, but the world around me and those with me. And today I decided to spice things up, you know, add a little bit of chili, sir. I like spice in my life and we're still continuing with the mental liberation saga the saga continues guys and tonight i am not alone so i don't want to waste your time i'm with someone very very dear to me her name is Jonalisa nobavu uh be please 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 guys be so kind the same way you were with Obushe. Uh, these are my team and people I work with and this one, this one though, this one is my firecracker, my partner in crime and I just wanted you to actually hear how a conversation between her and I would turn up and basically how this is not just my journey. For those of you who have been so so loyal and supported since the beginning i want to show you that the unlearning series is not just about me but it's us as young people and how we relate to each other and how we move forward and that is the title for tonight how do we move forward as, as south africans what is the way forward? So, hey, let me, let, me, let me not speak too much. I do hope that you enjoy this, guys. Continue supporting. But other than that, guys, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. that 
like no matter what we do yes we just never like feel like it's enough at times and we end up like we end up jumping and trying new things without completing what we have assigned ourselves with you know, making sense mm-hmm. or we've given ourselves you know um, but do you feel like that is a good thing or a bad thing though it depends what would you say is the good and the bad thing when when would you say that is a good thing when it happens compared to whenever i would say like for instance for me it's a good thing that i'm studying i'm working <coughs> and i run side businesses that's mainly because i fear being broke but to distract myself from thinking of always being broke i keep myself busy with things that i know can continuously generate money for me but i feel like that's where a lot of us also feel like that because hey the time where i wasn't where i didn't get my money yet yeah my provident fund that was like the basically the worst time for me because I was broke and I saw other people spending their money enjoying enjoying themselves and I was wondering shit so I feel like a lot of us feel like that and it was like the worst time for me was not having the money people are but able in, to spend yeah they they able to spend their, their, their time together and yeah I am watching my bank account it is zero and that is and they are running <laughs> after each other. Yo, the zeros are chasing each other. None Yo. of them are standing still. Sure, dog. But then then came this question to myself where like now where I'm checking where we are now and trusting the process. If you get what I mean. We got disciplined in trusting the process. Yeah, fit. But my 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 thing actually I like getting to the bottom of things but why are we so scared of being broke and what is this thing called being broke because hey as nyesa likaka so being broke is tough it is scary but as I was watching this thing of the monetary uh, how the monetary system works it actually made me realize how much control the system actually has on how we view life and that me actually being away from work has made me realize that that the way we live and chasing money isn't the way to live if you understand what i mean but the notion of being broke is what is scary it's so scary that it actually cripples us as people to actually find another way to live but sometimes if you look at it now it it pushes us to be out of our comfort zone and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad because then 
we start making decisions that not that we regret all the time but sometimes we make rash decisions it's like those quick investments we start literally throwing our ideas around and sometimes they work sometimes they don't you know you just have to stick with it it's mostly a matter of believing in yourself and not just believing but believing with action because we all have that one person or those moments where we all oh yeah i'm going to do it oh yeah i'm going to do it then i then you get hooked on tiktok or like a post or something <laughs> you totally forget about it knowing very well that if 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 you would have got up at that moment and done it there's a lot that you would have done but besides let's 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 not get get to the procrastination part my thing is or my question the question that I'm actually posing for us is since we are actually talking about moving forward is why can't why is it so hard for us as a people or let me say you and I to actually move forward in regards to how we want to live our lives what are your aspirations for the future and what scares you about not achieving those things let's scratch the part of money for now let's i would like you to tell me what is it that especially now that we're in the position that we're in what is it that we on Lisa we're no more would like to actually see yourself what is the ideal world that umono would like to live in so besides moving forward let's get to the place where do you want to go where do you want to see yourself where do i see myself wow not where do you see yourself where do you want to see yourself? you as a person you as a person not because of societal pressures but deep down what would you really what type of world do you really want to see yourself in in the near future if i say peaceful i'm exaggerating no what am i trying to say don't limit yourself to what could happen or not happen what is it that you would want to happen whether it happens or not let me give you an example of I feel like if I give you an example you will actually have an idea of what I'm actually talking about the world that I would wish to live in is a world where I I don't have to worry that I'm going to work or not to know that I have a roof over my head I would like to live in a world where I have certain ideas and I want to innovate and I want to I want to create for the sake of creating and not create because I need money. If you understand what I mean. I I would like to live in a world where it's possible to to travel and I can do so not because 
I have money. I'm, I'm, I'm basically chasing money right now so that I can be able to be myself and to be, if you get what I'm trying to say. Oh. So my world where I would consider to be the ideal world is a world of progress because I feel like we've always been a progressive people even though there was a time where we didn't need money if I can put it that way by us as a a human people we love to express ourselves we love to connect we are social creatures and I would like to one day just go out and go to the field and just sleep there and not have to worry about somebody trying to kill me or not if you get what I mean yeah I would love to live in a world where we're not always fighting yes we have conflicts there's a difference between fighting to meet fighting and having conflicts because we're different as people but actually finding useful ways to resolve our our differences mm-hmm. and using those differences to actually build a better world if I can put it a better way where we can relate. So what I wanted to say is when I actually started this cooking course now to be honest with you I never cared about the money. You know? Yeah. I never cared about the money. I remember a time when, when I even went to go do shadow work, uh, job shadowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I started working. I literally just went there to the receptionist and I asked, Yo, okay, yo do you guys do shop shadowing here? I just want to check if... I really shop shadowing? Shop, job. Job shadowing. Job shadowing. Sehoa. Yeah, it's not my mother tongue. Sehoa. I don't give a fuck about it though. Actually, I've started to care less and less about it. Yo, we've been judged on a language that's not even ours. And it's just... It's a phony language. To my black mind, if I can put it that way. Because... Mm. It doesn't make sense. And even the way we relate as male and female gets kind of confusing when you add English to it because it has a lot of unnecessary words to explain something so simple. So, back to job shadowing. Yes. They just told me, yeah, go talk to the chef. He will sort you out. And I literally went to him. Nigga was busy. <laughs> but you were like there. Like yo, dog, like, he okay. was sh- shouting at people. Things were hectic. I was like, yo, am I really coming in here? And as I was walking to the office, I'm seeing Abu Shoti, Abu France. And I, I didn't know their names at the time, but I'm seeing trainees in there. And it's, it's busy. And the first person I meet is this bull of a man called Tarquin. Yes. <laughs> but long story short, the, the funny part was the day I, I, I was told when to come back, mm-hmm. 
when I do when I did come back on that date, the head chef didn't even know didn't even he had even forgotten that you he's <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine how scared I was, but I was actually enjoying that process, if you get what I mean, of actually chasing what I actually desired, if you get what I mean. There was no money involved, there was no incentive behind it, but it was the thing of I want to know how to do this and these people have the skills. And what's so amazing about it was the uh, as as I got to know the people there and I formed the relationships with them. I could they were so willing to just impart their knowledge to me if I can put it that way. And it was so different from school and that's why I could say that I began to start learning life, the kitchen, and through those hardships and everything, for the fact that I wanted to be a chef, that was the thing that actually kept me going through all of the bullshit that came with being a trainee. So when it came to my desires, I had a strong passion, and then one day, sure. One day, my my head chef sat me down and talked to me. He's like, "Yo, I know you remind me of me, if I can put it that way." And he's like, "But and I understand that we are we are passionate about what we do and we love to cook. But the but the sad part about that is that." At the end of the day, this is a business, and whether you like it or not, money is involved, and that's what killed it. That's what kills the passion. That's what kills the 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 the, the hopes because all of a sudden you can't execute something that you actually desire. Mm. Because now you need to keep up with this fake concept of money, and I feel like this is the thing that actually cripples a lot of people. And as I was watching the documentary, the Zeitgeist documentary, yeah, I realized they made me realize something. I'd say that we are in the crisis where we are with poverty because. People simply don't have access to money, mm. and this thing called money. But why do people believe that having access to money is to physically have money? Because we believe the lie. Why have? Why must I have money, as in hard cash, to be rich? The 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 problem is, you don't even need hard cash. Everything that has to do with money. In the twenty-first century, yeah. is digital. I would say, um, according to the documentary, only three percent of all the money is physical. Ninety-seven percent of it is digital and fake. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Fake. We are in the crisis that we are in as a people. We cannot move forward. We in the struggles that we are in because. Of debt, the world lives on debt. 
and that's what cripples us and we as people have made debt seem normal abazalibetu made debt seem normal and their parents and their parents parents if i can put it that way mm-hmm. and the whole premise of it is indoctrination and i'd say harsh measures of implementation what do i mean by that the best way to explain what i'm trying to say to you is remember with south africa we were ruled by the apartheid system, uh, government right yeah so what did the apartheid system do to us as a black people they not even the apartheid system but the whole 349 years of slavery and disenfranchisement uh-huh. all those times where we were subjugated by this white monopoly rule we were forced to accept rules and legislations that never came from us if i can put it that way all of a sudden we were invaded and through violent means we all of a sudden started having borders and having laws that we did not actually understand where they came from because us as a people never had such stupid laws if i can put it that way number one we knew that no one owns land if i can put it that way because you got here on earth and the land was already here we would basically had not we would we had an interdependence with the land we knew that we needed the land and we thus maintained the land never overusing the resources that were there and trying to live a harmonious life with nature therefore we did our part to maintain nature nature provided to us if i can put it that way but now what happened was money was involved or invented and now well money replaced the generosity if i can put it that way mm-hmm. instead of you now having to wait you could buy it instantly if i can put it that way it cut the waiting period it took away the reciprocity if i can put it that way yeah i don't need somebody else to help me if i have money because i can just buy the labor if i can put it that way there's nothing that i have to give in return but this concept of money you you making me think of um what my advocate um advocate slash lecturer for law um during class she she mentioned how the buddha used to pay our our parents for working at the plus mm-hmm. so it was what it was called the dop system mm-hmm. so they wouldn't pay them a full salary instead they gave them a portion of money and they gave them alcohol mm-hmm. and in that is that is one of the major contributions to why there's so many alcoholics and in then- south africa and also not only that but in africa in general because 
if if they were not drinking that alcohol that there was that that was given to them by their bosses then they sold it you yeah. know there was no need for someone to go to a liquor store because yeah. everybody knew someone uh, who had that, booze. Were, that who had booze who worked at a wine farm yeah you know and I, I I generally feel like it is a major contribution. Not just yo, that's another thing. Thank you, you're opening my eyes, and that's why I actually enjoy having such conversations. Is because do you realize this is how these things actually? This is where these things are entrenched, and as you're explaining about the whole dope system and being paid a little, do you know that being paid a little? We still needed extra money to actually carry on the cost of living, if I can put it that way. Yeah, but then that's when they sold alcohol to get that money. But not all the time. Not everyone got alcohol. And sometimes that money is not even enough. So what do you end up going? You end up going to the bank to do what? Okay. To get a loan. Nah? And after you get a loan, you you have to pay back the money you took from the loan, and it, mm-hmm. and now you have to pay interest, right? No, and the interest is below. <laughs> but the my thing is, is that's what kills everyone and everything. And now, let's we 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 went from the past. Let's bring it to the future, and we were talking about now how. At this moment, it's twenty twenty South Africa. Mm. Oh, Otama Pose just took out a loan to the IMF for what, almost 500 something, uh, 500 and something million mm. uh, worth in rands, if I can put it, because I, I thought, I think it's about what, 40 million dollars that he took. <laughs> so when you convert that into rands, that's like 500 and something million. Wait, we have Google. This is a nice thing about um, having your own podcast. I'm Googling straight Ramaphosa's <laughs> loan. Yes, IMF loan. Let's take that. I don't want to speculate because this is the unlearning series and we really need to unlearn these things. And since this is part of the uh, IMF, World Monetary Fund, International Monetary Fund. Yes. Owned by the Rothschilds. Yes, yes. Either way. So she's busy. Isn't it 750 million? What? Oh, it's 4.3 billion dollars. What? No, that's, 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 um, COVID. I'm talking about the more recent one. Yeah, it's this one. Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Okay, wait. No. No, that is 2020. Wait, guys. There is an old article. We're looking for the new, new one. Here it is. Here it is. $750 million to rands. 750 Go to it. Go to that article. And I want us to actually hear how much we've been sold out, guys. I want you to, I want you as you're listening, hear where you are, look at your parents, look at yourself, look at your dreams, look at your aspirations. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo! It's too much money, guys. You need to breathe before we can say this. Hi! Yo! There's so many zeros, Joe! Yo! <laughs> I, as you listening to us, Natare, I want you to think, look at outside, look at the unemployment rate. Speak to them, my baby. Speak to them. I know million has three, right? I mean, hey, a thousand has three. Ne? Million has six. Well, what is this? There's another three and another two. Hey! <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Ah, you were there. No, 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 no. I want to see. Wait, wait, guys. Yeah. No, that is that, 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 that number is too deep. Let's no, go. It's... Let's go. Wait. <laughs> we are actually going to um, News 24. News 24. Which is not a so stable source, but it's a source. Yeah, it's, yeah, guys. Please, if any one of you guys are into finance and you know how to read the market, uh, please, guys, re- put a podcast out there. We'll support you, man. These, we, need, we need our own independent uh, medias because in news 2014, that's, what I, that's all I'm going to say. Now same shit. The same maggots. Whoa. Same maggots. Now we are reading. World Bank announced on Friday morning that it happened that it had approved South Africa's request for a seven. 750 million that's about 11.4 billion rands, rands. low yes sir. <laughs> so, so so that is 750 million dollars that's how much exchange that to rands that's right? about 11.4 billion i told you it's 11 something <laughs> i just couldn't you understand too much of the maths and english you know what guys this is not this this is literally more than combine the bonds that our parents are still paying for their houses combine it this is not even a portion of it, my friend. I want you ah. to listen, ne? Listen, Linda. Listen. <laughs> we have to pay interest on the bitch. <laughs> How much interest, though, would no. you think it is? Yo, I don't know. And I don't even know what the stipulations are for this thing. Remember, guys. Remember. Ne? When did we talk up? When did the president actually talk to the country and actually say, Yo, guys. I actually think we need a loan, and this is what the IMF are, are advising. Who gave the ruling party, Ogramat uh, Posa, Umtengesi, because this is selling us out? Hey, there had been already another loan before that, no? Prior that. Prior. Speak. Prior. Speak. So, this loan was when? This was in 2021, right? No, this is 2022. 2022. This is this year. The recent one, right? Yes. Then there's one that was taken in July 2020. The International Monetary Fund. 
fund granted South Africa $4.3 billion, around 70 billion rand at the time, loan to support job creation and protection for businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Yo, guys, guys, you see the shenanigans that are happening for us, us as natives of this country. I am telling you, Asipumi. Oh, yeah, it gets Asip, worse, as, Asipumi. So, I started with 2022, no? and then there was 2020. Now, in April 2021, it was announced that SA should get $1 billion. That is 14.5 billion rands at huh. the time. Loan from the New Development Bank, the NDB. The NDB is a development finance institution established by Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa as part of the BRICS grouping. <laughs> Guys, there was strictly there is there is strictly no Vaseline in this. Like out. As now balance. We are working on spider waves, guys. Yo! Ay, 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 ay. Hi. And you want to believe this whole shenanigans about Emali? Daddy Ramsey. <laughs> eh? Daddy Ramsey! Ah. Uh, and, then on, she. and then on top of that, they stole <laughs> 500 billion. I need you to nerve! That money! <laughs> Yo! The nerve! I can't wait for us to do it. And the then you guys are only talking about is Ikonka. Ah, yeah, Ikonka is bad. I need to go on the president. But guys, huh? can somebody please explain to me? Since we about this thing, though. Hmm. Huh? I think it's about time we start our own country. I'm sorry, start our own currency. Remove Ramsey and his gangs. Black owned currency. B O C K. I think that's the. Yo, you see. Guys, I wanna, guys, ne? if you need growth in your life, date smart women. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, guys. Yo, ha, I'm shocked. And let me tell you, you guys who, who are thinking that we're actually progressing up Mzans, ne? No, there was no such thing as progressing. Mandela sold us out, guys. Okay? And then they tell us, they lied to us and tell us that we had freedom. Freedom. Kanja, when do you know? Well, it was a shocker to me. I don't know anyone else. It was a Yo, I was shocked. When, the, when I was watching this documentary about the transition from the apartheid government to... to, to uh, the ANC, the, the new ruling party, the so-called demon crazy, <coughs> democrats. Because yes, as we have to be fucking crazy to actually believe in the stuff. And everyone is just out here. I want democracy. I want democracy. All you're asking is to be raped with no Vaseline. All you're asking is to be a new age slave. We're so comfortable in neo, neo-colonialism. I think we are so nailed to the point where we literally just asking, is it in? <laughs> like, he, he, no. it is over. Yes, back to my point. Whoever won the elections in 94, 
<laughs> has to carry the debt of the 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 the, the previous um, government. And do you know what? While they were negotiating this thing, do you know what the apartheid government did? This is how we have all the provinces we had. They tried to establish mini countries. That's why you have different provinces where you are. Yes, you don't know your own history. It, yes. So in order for them to set up these countries, provinces, yeah, countries, they had to pay all of their ministers, all of the judiciary, everyone. So you can imagine that the apartheid government was already in debt and they were putting themselves in further debt so that people would actually support the apartheid system. And for them, it was, it was a, win-win, uh, uh, a win-win situation. It was either they stay in power and then they cancel all of the other shenanigans they did to keep themselves in power or they lose this front of political power and keep economic power. I was uh, as I was watching the second um, part of the Zeitgeist uh, documentary. They 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 termed this terminology. Uh, what is it, man? Corporate. Uh, it's like corporate corporate and democracy, corporanomacy. Ah, I'll look for it. I'll put it in the descriptions. Slow. But basically the whole concept is the new way of controlling government, of actually building empires, is through uh, the corporate world. Mm. So what we are actually watching now is your governments are not the people in power. So at this point, now it makes sense if I can put it this way. Now it makes sense why we're seeing the turmoil we're seeing with ESCOM, with Uramaposa selling off the coal mines for this so-called renewable energy. Renewable energy. So with this so-called renewable energies, guess who are going to be the investors? It's not you, black people. It's not you, natives. It's not you, middle-class people. It's the wealthy. And guess who are the wealthy people? Whites. White minority. Eh? They're still keeping 78, not even 78, 87% of the land. Nothing has changed. As we were talking about uh, the, 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 the topic, mm. moving forward. How do we move forward? Now, guys, do you understand where we're sitting right now? Sinescolette that we cannot pay, and that's how they want it. But I'm saying that, you understand? But it's a billion. I'm I sit about in the loan, you understand? But it's a billion. It's coming for us, it's, it's chasing us. Who are the people who have to pay that loan? Who are these taxpayers? It's us. No wonder why we have so many talkers as dogs. And none of them saw it coming, yes? None of them. 
Aramhoke ba decide le. Togo sa togo. Abai bola gisi zuguto ramaposa zaningi. Ah, abai boni le dog. Ah, bakulima anga. No, no, no. No, we don't listen. Anye titi na we sitandi isontoin. Holy, holy. And yet, chasing the blue-eyed, blonde-haired Jesus. Good dana by There's this other guy, man. I'll send the. I'll, I'll put the link in the description so that you can actually hear this interview. And oh, 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 during the interview, it was the Tokoza Gogo basically who was actually explaining why he never actually believed in Ramaphosa. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not a lot a lot of people never believed in him. What am I posing dog? From the get-go. From the get-go. Everyone knew. Lekaka. And I can definitely say that meeting him was not the greatest. No, um bin one bit dog. Hi. Yo. As collabunk. Ha sis. We are not there. Uh, 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 we are above him, we are above that. Alright, I, I I accept. But now it makes me even wonder why, not even wonder, but I even understand why Olindu Sisulu put what she put out there because nyan nyan guys, what is this constitution? Why are we defending the constitution? Ipuma pi constitution. I would like somebody who is clever in politics and these things to explain to someone like me because your education system failed. How we got to this fucking constitution. Why not, baby? Do you understand what's happening with the constitution? You actually were immersed in caps. I got to caps and it raped me. I was already there. <laughs> you baptized? I was just following. Like a blind voice. <laughs> no, I, I want to be honest. Caps taught me fuck all. I am only learning about what's actually happening in the country right now. I'm 25 years old and I know nothing about my country. Isn't that funny? How many of you guys know about what's actually happening in the country? You know what? Ne? I don't even know who is Ramaphosa's deputy. That's how bad it is. Oh. Like, all I know is that he had <laughs> some sneaky ass shit going on with Lini Sulu and then boom. So one of them got busted and then she became a <laughs> she became that one <laughs> and then you know <laughs> I don't know he I'm only he, learning now and not like now, now but now like COVID is the one that opened my eyes COVID made me realize how how much of a clever black I was hey guys do you know the terminology clever black I used to be <laughs> clever, black, and proud. <laughs> I used to believe that, you know, if you follow the system, be a good boy, go to school, pass, get your metric, get a job, probably you go. Lies! Lies! Yo! That's, that, that is the trap. It's that moment that truth <laughs> shall set you free. But first, it will okay. piss you off. <laughs> first, it will piss you off. So, 
Now you're beginning to understand why it's the mental liberation saga. It's a saga, guys. Eh? How do we liberate ourselves? Because and like and like, we've been colonized mentally first. <laughs> first, because we don't know how Bashaya Shaya Kanjani. Because this should have been the basics of school, how countries are run. What is this monetary system? What is taxes? What is debt? How do countries become in debt? You are never taught this stuff. But then, after metric, you're supposed to know what the fuck is up with life. LO is the most useless subject to have ever been created. What did you learn from LO? I was condomize. I was always running outside. Oh yeah. Ah, the only thing I can tell you is condomize. And even that CV is useless. Hey. Tell me guys, what is on what is so hard about us saying, yo, I know how to make breaks. Yo, I know how to cook. Yo, I know how to farm. Why not just come together and do this stuff? What's so hard about helping each other have houses? What's Thing so like, you know let's let's leave that one for houses, I beg. We'll have another topic for it for another day, and I'm definitely sure that it's something that most South Africans, uh, most definitely people from Eastern Cape Cape Town would want to hear, you know. We've been having a lot of, of, of invasions, you know, people not knowing that they're occupying land of a a a a a a, a species that is about to be dis, um extinct, you know. But I want to say, but there is land, though. Do you understand no, that? No, I understand that, but with the way that they're carrying out with things, I for one, I do not like that. But the thing is, do they have a choice? Yeah. Ah, bad. You know, we'll continue this another day. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is deep, guys. And it's not our fault. That's the funny part. Mm. And I feel like the next book I really need to read is... Uh, confessions of an economic hitman. Do I was as I was watching this documentary, the Zykas uh, documentary, I realized how these people literally hire people to come into the countries, bribe our governments, and bribe these people who actually run our resources. These dumb knives who don't give a fuck about your but then we all end up suffering and they're the ones we keep on saying like what I'm opposed at the sauna all I was hearing is yeah this is how I'm selling you we're selling you we're selling you we're selling you and don't forget I am giving you this fake dream of creating jobs knowing full well that because we're in debt it's gonna create more poverty it's gonna create inflation 
with the whole monetary system that we live in and believe in the only reason that this thing works is because we believe in it yo remember what i said last episode believe what is it that you believe ah that is all that i we can give you today i hope that you guys enjoyed guys i'm coming back I want to tackle that housing situation. I still stand. But but I feel like there's a lot of layers to this whole housing situation. And to be exact, what I'm going to do is, on my way to school, I'm going to ask the people that I know that stay in those areas. Why don't you have Ikaya? Siabui. Hey, hey, guys. Yo, Kuzuwanzim. I hope you are ready for what's coming. The saga continues. Thank you for joining in. And I hope that you enjoy your time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So yeah guys, I'm glad you enjoyed that. The same way I did. I actually had so much fun recording this and I hope you did too. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe guys, follow, share, tell your friends about this. You heard the the, the topics we're having, you see in the growth. Come on guys. We here I'm here for you. and let the world know what's happening this is the podcast you've been waiting for and don't hesitate all that needs to be said has been said the rest is up to you how are you moving forward with the things that you've heard today remember my message to you is that don't be stuck in the belief search for the truth this is your host sepama palla and this is the unlearning series see you next week enjoy